UX Podcast, episode 38. You're listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos, here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Per Axboom. Hello, you're listening to UX Podcast, episode 38, and take two. Take two. <laughs> Unusual that we do this, a second yeah. take of this. We yeah. just uh, sat here and realized, realized that this uh, computer was not recording. Uh, yeah, I suddenly realized there was, there was nothing happening on it. Yeah. So, so let's talk again yeah, about the weather. Who are you? I'm uh, Pat Axboom. And I'm James Royal Lawson. Oh. There we go. There we go. That was better the first time. <laughs> uh, Where are we? We're in your HQ, as you call it, yeah. BTN HQ. It's still winter. Yeah, we're looking outside. It's, it's sunny, but it's really, really cold, mm. uh, and we're getting a bit sick of it. Actually. I'm getting fed up with this now. And one mm. of the reasons why I'm getting fed up with it is because, well, March is normally when I, I prune my apple trees, mm. and and I don't really like doing that when it's minus five. It's not fun to do at all when it's minus five. Right. And I've still got, well, it's below zero, and we've still got a foot of ice snow in the garden. But I've managed to do one of them, one of the three. As you can see there, Pat. Good job, James. Yeah, thank you. I have no idea what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> well, no, well, look, I've taken away all the little branches that point upwards, you see. You see, it looks yeah. like it's had a haircut. Right. Oh, <laughs> it looks really weird. <laughs> oh, isn't that a Gravensteiner really apple tree, James? Oh, you're <laughs> cheating, because we've done this already once. Because <laughs> you can't see out of our... Yeah. Well, just, to, just so you know, um, being in, in the studio here, where we record the podcast, obviously, um, there's, there's four windows, big windows that look out towards the garden. And one of the apple trees you can see is the one I've actually... Um, pruned now and yes that one is a Gravensteiner mm, I uh, thought so yeah. and the other one is a transparent blanche and the one in the corner is um, Arania <laughs> we'll, we'll have a tasting <laughs> taste off in the autumn yeah. yep <laughs> anyway we're recording a podcast yes we are do we have any like feedback for the last show oh yes reflections good point Pat um, the last show was um, the, um, Brett King interview about um, um, banking and um, one bit of feedback I got was um, that I possibly wasn't completely clear where the biblical-like quote at the end of the show um, came from um, <laughs> that I read out. Um, and it was I, I read it from Bank 3.0, yeah. um, the latest version of the book, which the preview version of that is available in the show notes. There's a link there. Hmm. So. And it does seem like a lot of people in Sweden and Stockholm are uh, interested in creating one of these banks yeah, uh, in the genre of, of Brett King himself. Uh, it was really fun listening to Brett talk about this, and, and people obviously thought so as well because they retweeted and they, they came with feedback to us about how, how they really, really wanted to change the banking business themselves as well. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. It would be fun to be involved with. Yeah. It would be. Mm. We'll and see, see how far you can get how quickly without falling into regulatory mess. <laughs> yeah. We've seen some bad examples, yeah. as you know. Uh, so what's uh, on topic for this uh, week's show, James? Uh, this week's show is a link show. Ah, yes, it is. Mm. Which means we have three links. Yes, we haven't done one since the beginning of the year. Oh, so. true. Mm. And uh, the hot piece of news item that... Should we talk about should we say which three it is, or we just take one at a time? We should talk about which three it is, because it's kind yeah. of funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what reminded me. <laughs> 
read, read them out, the titles. Well, if the first one yeah. is, um, uh, well, it's what if the Google reader readers just don't come back. I've, I've, it's all reader we're going to talk about. Um, and we, we're using this article as a kind of meta excuse for all the other, uh, yeah. talking about all the Google Reader things. Everybody's talking yeah. about Google Reader. Yep, and then um, then we've got um, 14 lousy web design trends that are making a comeback. Mm. Mm. Not, don't worry, we'll, we'll go through them all. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> we, if you want us to go through all of these kind of ones, in, in the beginning of the year, the other link show, we did actually go through 13 yeah. or something. Oh, <laughs> design trends. Um, and then <laughs> 15... Yeah, 15 mm. alarming stats about banner ads. Mm. Now, just before the show, we kind of realised it was 14 lousy web design trends and 15 alarming stats about banner ads. So we, we quickly tried to search mm. for a Google Reader article that was um, 13 alternatives to Google Reader. or We or, did find 12 or, alternatives yeah, exactly. to Google Reader. Or, or 16 ways <laughs> the world is better with Google Reader. Mm. This kind of thing. Mm. But unfortunately... No one out there has provided us yeah. with that bit of content. So maybe someone would write that blog post for us. Yeah, because it would it would it would appeal to my you know order and uh, you know maybe slight dyslexic uh, autistic side to have fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> so when do we start this show? Should nah, we start? I think we start. Yeah. Google Reader. Google Reader. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that a lot of our listeners are quite aware of the fact that Google has decided to shut down Google. Reader. Mm-hmm. Now, some of our readers, readers, some of our listeners, um, it's going <laughs> to be difficult. This reader is, and listeners. It's shutting down first of July. Yeah. No, but mm-hmm. we have to explain what it is because I think some of our listeners probably no, possibly that's true. won't. Yeah. Um, that Google Reader is um, is a tool for um, collecting together um, news sources from different websites and presenting it um, for you to or saving it in one place for you to read. Mm. So if you um, read it on Google Reader, it's like it's a, you read everything in a linear fashion. Yeah. It doesn't really you have don't have to visit a website. You can read the and that's what's yeah. called the RSS feeds. Yeah, I mean it has an yeah. inbox. It kind of looks mm. like you have. It's like an email for each um, for each for each news mm. article on or, or new update on a on a website. You mm. could say and you read mm. it and you can tick it off. You can add tags and categorize them and so on. Mm. Um, but one of the one of the big things with Google Reader is that um, it can be used as a hub for. Other things that you yeah. you connect into it, you don't have to use Google Reader to to, to read content through, um, which just, I actually never do. No, I, I stopped using Google I'm, Reader. I'm dependent to, on Google Reader, but I never actually visit the site. Yeah, I, st- I stopped using Google Reader. In yeah. fact, I never really used Google Reader to be honest. I've always used it as a as a as a box to store my bits in, <laughs> yeah. and I connect other things too. But it. it is an extremely important part of that. Uh, exactly. I use it to. Uh, push content over to the apps I use on my iPad, for example, a Flipboard, and, yeah. uh, Sight. Sight. Yeah. yeah. I also, yeah, I use it as well in um, Tap2. And you can use it as triggers and if this, then that, uh, back and forth as yeah. well. Uh, so it's really, for me, it's like plumbing. It's a cog in the machine. It's, I, yeah, it, I really need it. And uh, uh, the basis for shutting it down is that there are too few users. Mm. And for me that, yeah, maybe... But the users who actually do use it mm. are the influential people on the web. There, the are, peop- there are a group of influencers, yeah, influencers that um, are important to how content spreads, um, and and also link building and, uh, and and building up that 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 fabric at the bottom that Google is completely dependent on. Yeah, and I think I think that kind of callous business decision that they've made that this isn't worth the resources from a from a numbers point of view. They seem to have missed a trick there. Yeah. Um, or they're just planning for the next alternative. 
Like I mentioned to you about Google be, Currents, yeah. Yeah. which is one of their ones. And there's, mm. there's also some of the talk about other mm. social readers that they're planning to do and building it in mm. more integrated mm. into Google+. Plus could be it's funny though because i mean when when we first started out on twitter people started saying yeah i don't use google, use google reader anymore i use twitter like the reader because that's yeah. how i find interesting yeah. content yeah and that is true in many ways but you still need the back end of the google seeds. reader yeah you need you need everything to mm. be assembled there yeah. and then you select which ones to tweet because if if no one mm. <laughs> if no one has basically a, a reader to mm. to find articles then that means we're back to the day when we have to we have to constantly check a web page to see whether it's updated, right. like it was pre-2005. Yeah. You'd visit, you'd have a lot mm. of bookmarks, mm. and you'd visit each of your pages in mm. turn to see if anything had happened, and then you'd find articles to tweet. Mm. So if you took away all the, the, the reading services, then we're just going to be an echo chamber. It's going to be the same five links that <laughs> go around, as opposed to the same 50 links that go around. Yeah. But, but I, I, I actually tweet, I, I tweeted um, when the news broke um, and, and mentioned... Um, I think Flipboard, um, Zeit, um, Tab2 in a tweet and saying, well, you know, how are you, how are you guys going to look at this? Because they, they all hook into Google Reader. Yeah. And they're not dependent on it, but they no. hook into it. Exactly. And those, all the services have varying degrees of, of ability to um, put, add your own RSS feeds or news feeds. Um, some of them it's easier than others. Just, a lot of them they're completely top, dependent on Google Reader. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. But some of them they're completely mm. dependent on Google Reader as a, as a way in, mm. um, or have been. Mm. Um, but I didn't get a response from Zeit and Flipboard. But I did get a response from Tab2, and oh, they were really? quite dismissive, saying ah, we don't need Google Reader. Okay. And you know, it works without Google Reader. Mm. And I replied and said, Yeah, but it's not. It's not easy to add. Mm. I never used to be easy to add RSS feeds. Mm. It, 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 I, it was much easier. I had to go through Google Reader to do it in a, in a straightforward way. Mm. I'm not going to sit here typing in an RSS feed, mm. which is basically what I have to do. I have to copy it from somewhere mm. if I can pull it out. I mean, doing this kind of thing on, mm. a, on a laptop, or sorry, on a mobile mm. or a tablet is quite mm. awkward. Visiting a website, mm. finding an RSS link, bringing up the link, copying it, moving mm. to another app, pasting it into a box, mm. adding it. That's not good user experience. Yeah. So I was a bit knocked by, I was a bit annoyed by how, th- how they responded. It was very snobby, the yeah. response they got, and not considering the, the, the impact on user experience mm. um, for possibly <laughs> what is a minority of their mm. user base. But I think but, Site, actually, I f- f- forgot about this before, but they have written an article about how they're approaching this uh, in a systematic fashion and yeah. they're allowing you to actually pull in all your RSS feeds into Site. That's right, and yeah. So they're taking the first steps towards this. But then, but then we're just creating several walled gardens. Um, yes, we are. Feedly, uh, Feedly mm. they came out with a post saying that they've already um, created a mirror mm. of the Google Reader API, mm. so you can move stuff across to that. It's, a, um, it's, it's hosted on, um, what is it, Google, um, the, the web platform that Google have, the web engine. Okay. Ah, yeah. Whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, and so that's a step in the right direction. Mm. But I think what's important here for the fabric of the web is that we do have some kind of open... Um, central source to yeah. keep because I, I, I don't I don't want to put all my stuff into Feedly I don't want to put all my stuff into Zeit I want something where I can plug everything unless they into actually it. develop the web interface as well where you handle all the yeah and allow well. people to, to bolt yeah. into it do you know this is actually the same as the bank thing we're talking about that's true it's exactly yeah, yeah. the same, isn't it? <laughs> what me and you want yeah. um, for, for our reading isn't... We don't want one service that we're completely de- um, dependent upon. We want somewhere central where we can have our, our money, which in this sense is RSS feeds, and then the ability to hook in stuff. It's exactly what we're talking about with the, um, yeah. with the bank. 
True. We just want it open. We want openness. Yeah. Well, choice. It, yeah. it's, it's choice and ease of use. But there's another aspect of, of Google Reader I just want to quickly mention because nobody's actually uh, talking about it much, is that when you push an RSS feed into Google Reader, you actually get the full history. You can scroll back to when a blog started. Oh, it beyond actually, the RSS feed It actually feed pulls in everything because Google has everything. Ah, I'd so forgot that, about that. Yeah. Mm. So it, you can even pu- put in a, an RSS feed for a Twitter account and yeah. you can scroll back in time or for a, for a tag search, uh-huh. which I've done for some conferences. Uh-huh. So the history of that is yeah. just completely going to disappear. I mean, because you're right, you have that'll be very a, difficult for anyone else to um, into Google Reader as well. Yeah, that'll be difficult for anyone to um, replicate exactly. because that's building on Google's yeah. strength mm. um, and depth. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going to vanish there. Mm-hmm. I'm not panicking though about what to do yet because it's what is it July, July. when it um, closes, and um, I, I'm going to sit tight in the boat for a little bit longer to see what smart things someone mm. comes up with. Um, I'm, I know that someone will. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not rushing to do anything. Not yet. Either. But we've no. got to, the, pro- the point there is we've got to remember to do something. <laughs> True. Mm. You, you will at least export the feeds. Yeah. To somewhere is the recommendation. Yeah. But no, mm. so so naughty Google. Mm. This is not a good idea, <laughs> and and you want to slap for this. But this bad, is, bad Google. We, we talked about this before as well. With, with um, you uh, said, don't be evil, and exactly, don't be evil, and they've kind of been slightly mean. Yeah. Um, but also, again, we, we <laughs> from, have, from don't be evil to slightly like, mean. Exactly. Like don't that. be slightly mean. No, we will be slightly mean. Um, you know, the the we talked. Um, uh, I actually can't remember which episode it was, but we talked about um, the reliance on web-based services mm. and, the, and the risks that. Can True. Have. I think it was to do with when you were mm. we're talking about the redirecting. You moved a site, a client's site, oh, um, yeah. renamed um, stuff on renamed social media. Stuff yeah, changing names. Yeah. yeah, and um, and this is an aspect of that that mm-hmm. you 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 never know when someone's going to pull the rug. Mm-hmm. So you don't know, you don't know if they're going to go out of business, or you don't know if they're going to be bought up, which normally happens, or if they're just going to be just, like Google deciding to shut down a service. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, plus points for Google because we can export from Google Reader quite yeah. easily. But minus points because it's a stupid idea to close it down. <laughs> Definitely. Mm. Uh, and we've been dependent on it for many years, yeah. actually. Moving on. Uh, it's the four, number 14 here. 14 lousy web design trends that are making a comeback. Yeah, this was a, this is an article on um, e-consultancy um, a, co- a week or so ago. Yeah. Uh, and reading through this, uh, you, oh, re- you realize that so we're old again. Oh, yeah, yeah. You read through it and you think, oh, not again, not again. I mean, okay, it's, it's uh, making a comeback mm. is in the title. But yeah. when you read through it, mm. yeah, it's memory lane. It's written by Chris Lake, by the way. He's uh, Lakey on uh, Twitter. Uh, oh, well done. I didn't Director of Product Development at eConsultancy. Mm. Uh, and he makes a lot of valid points in this article. He does. Uh, I think we should start mentioning some of them so that you actually know what we're talking about. <laughs> the first one is uh, loading screens. I don't go through them all. No? No. Absolutely not. Good. No. I'm going to find my favorite. Well, I'll find the first one, <laughs> okay. and, then and then I'll find my favorites. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> loading screens. So, so what he's saying here is that... Uh, you're loading content and showing a loading screen in the same way that we used to do with Flash uh, yeah. back in the day. The little, little kind of mm. percentage complete yeah. thing, and you, you, you're filling your user's time with mm. supposedly with seeing something this. with a game or whatever. Yeah, and and 
Oh, that's a terrible. It was always always a terrible idea. We, we were in, before with Flash, you were forced mm. to do it um, because bandwidth is much mm. slower. Um, but we're doing it again now because we've just got bigger and bigger things. Mm. And what we know now, those people don't have patience. Yeah. And you, by having that kind of loading screen, you have um, you've really mm. got to have something that people are are incredibly uh, you know, enthusiastic to to mm. use. Have a lot of patience mm. to get there because they have to have patience mm. when you when you've got a loading screen. It's like everybody's getting all attached to the design surprise fantastic elements of, of that we had with Flash that clients loved and some Flash developers loved developing. Yeah. And now with the HTML5 uh, with JavaScript gurus can create the same things it's- and they can sort of say, yeah, this is going to work in all browsers and it usually doesn't. And it, But it's fantastically heavy and it's really, really poor user experience. It's, you know, it's like when you get new toys at Decker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very good. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the same as it was yeah. before. When Flash, when it became possible, when Flash arrived, mm. it suddenly opened up a door to a whole new range of interaction on websites. We had boring old HTML originally, mm. and then the Flash came in, and now you could now you could make animations and all mm. kind of stuff in the you know what was it ten ten twelve years ago, yeah. um, ten years ago. And now we've got the same thing with HTML5 and various techniques attached to that, that you can do lots and lots and lots of things. You can do a whole massive amount of things. this uh, parallax scrolling, I don't know if it's in here, but the parallax scrolling, which happens when you scroll down a page and it animates and it it changes in the background, it scrolls at a different speed and it... It's so cool the first time you look at it, but then it's not cool because you're trying to accomplish a task. Well, I, and I hate mm. the fact that my, my laptop, the fan goes crazy because mm. they're very CPU intensive, these animations, and my battery vanishes. <laughs> so if I see a, a parallax yeah. scrolling website, I often yeah. shut it because I, mm. I don't want an hour of my battery to vanish. Yeah. So it's the same thing again. You have designers sitting in front of their big IMAX uh, and just Yeah, and that, that was fun. one of Chris's points at the end. Yeah. He said, it's all about UX and, and yeah. a lot of these design, these 14 um, you know, uh, trends that are coming back yeah. are, are stuff that are not properly based on research or understanding of the user's needs or behaviour or, or and what's going to annoy them. Mm. Um, Let me pick another favourite here. Go for it. Uh, contrast fail. Oh. I see so much, I don't know, Dark gray text on light gray background. Mm. It's fantastic. I, I don't know where this is coming from, but it's a huge trend. I see it all over the place. And it makes it difficult not only for me, but for uh, specifically for people. I mean, it's, it's really poor accessibility, of mm. course. Mm. And um, that's one benefit of growing older, actually, is realizing <laughs> how, how really, really bad it is when you do stuff like that. But also in web forms. Instead of oh, having, yeah, that's a very common trend. Yeah, the the, the gray text it, in yeah. field. You have a gray field mm. for, for for inputting uh, data. I mean, that's that's really stupid. Mm. Yeah, and the gray and the gray help text in the field, which disappears when you click on it, ah, which I know you love as well. Mm. <laughs> which is, uh, the example in the article actually is one of those ones. It's a it's oh, a yeah, form it with with black background, mm. dark gray mm. um, field forms mm. with a slightly lighter gray mm. um, uh, well, label text inside mm. the the fields. So that when you um, Click on the field. You have no idea what you're supposed to type in it. Probably not. The, the label vanishes. Yes, um, and it's not read by screen readers. So. Yeah. I, uh, oh, that, uh, can I? I'm going to take one here as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's scrolling down to find it. I can't find it now. Um, it was the um, telling, telling users. There it is. Making demands. Um, mm. This site is designed for. 
Um, and the example in the article is this site is yeah. designed for iPad. Mm. Um, this is an, amazingly something we, see, we are seeing a lot mm. more of. That you get a message saying, um, "Oh, uh, well, basically this site is HTML5. Mm. Get yourself a, a modern browser." Mm. Um, the, back to the old days when we used to have Internet, um, Internet Explorer and Netscape, um, and we often have a sign that said this this website's done for internet explorer yeah sorry version x but sorry netscape you're not coming (laughs) in and and some some people did actually cockily do a netscape one which said sorry internet explorer people you know download this proper browser here because you're not coming in that in some ways you could it was it was almost deal you could deal with it a bit Mm. back then um in the browser world days because there was two Mm. that was it we had two browsers Mm. No, okay, maybe versioning is included. There was a few more, but, but, <laughs> yeah, but were, by and yeah, large, it was two. Versions, yeah. Whereas now, I mean, when you put that sign up, mm-hmm. um, you don't know who you're telling it to, really. That, that kind of, um, this design for iPad, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, it might be the case that I get that on some other device, depending how you're sniffing exactly. for who yeah. it is. Um, I had an example of a site I analysed and reviewed um, the other week where um, it was a brand new website. Mm-hmm. looked very, looked very... Uh, modern and done for tablets and so on, mm. mobile first. Um, but mm. when you view that in certain browsers, it said this was designed for modern browsers right. and you should download a modern browser. Mm. Okay, I got that message in pretty much every version mm. of Internet Explorer. Mm. Unfortunately, including Internet Explorer 9, mm. which well, probably mm. shouldn't have done. But if I, I browsed it with my tablet, mm. I got it. A WebKit browser in my tablet yeah. and I got a message saying, you need to download a modern browser. Mm. I, 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 got a, I haven't got a time machine. I don't know how much more <laughs> modern I can get than a, than a tablet with a WebKit yeah, new exactly. latest version, yeah. properly updated browser. Yeah. So this is the risk with these kind of messages. Mm. You, we've got such a proliferation now of mm. devices, browsers, and platforms. You put that kind of message up, I'm not sure you can be convinced where it's going to end up. True. I and mean, you shouldn't be. There's no there's, excuse. There's no excuse for having that message no. there. Also, I've heard that... If you have Internet Explorer 9 or 8, I, I'm not sure about this, it has some backwards compatible mode that's called something. Yeah, um, most of the recent versions yeah. of Internet Explorer have um, um, a compatibility mode. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you use that... It goes back it, a version. Yeah, it goes back a version. It reports that it's another version, mm-hmm. and you get all these signs telling you to upgrade Internet Explorer, although you're actually using the latest mm-hmm. version, Yeah, which is quite funny. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this also comes back to the things I hate with actually creating different designs for different browsers as well, but that's another story. Oh, that's almost mm. responsive, Pa. Mm. <clears throat> different it designs is, yeah. for different browsers. Mm. Uh, oh. Yeah, it is. It is. That, that is. That's one of the things that we usually complain about. It is, but we, we won't get into that <laughs> just now. Um, <laughs> again. No, it was, um, it was a, it's, a nice, it's a nice list. It's a good list mm. of things. And, you know, you, I, can't, I can't say I want to fight for anyone's corner in this article. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's nothing here which I think, oh, God, no, he's wrong. I don't think. No, actually, he's, he's spot on on <laughs> oh, most yeah, of them. He, oh, I love that he uses a Swedish word here. Smorgas- a, a smorgasbord of irritation. Yeah. <laughs> and that actually summarizes quite well what we're talking about here. Uh, everything that's just in our way... Yeah, there's lots not, of UX. Not helping us at all. Yeah, remember, it's, it's, I'll, I'll read the four um, recommendations he has at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, not, not fully. I'll read the, yeah. um, the bolded bits. Yeah. Um, don't use technology for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Excellent advice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why, always consider why are you adding things. Um, remember the UX parameters. Remember the user. Yeah. I mean, user... Um, what do you, now I've got it. It's Swedish. What do you call it in English? User-centric development or... Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my, bra- my brain's a bit broken this, um, this morning. Uh, user experience goals are important, but business goals are too important to ignore. Yeah. Designers need to leave their egos at home. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't but, say, I wouldn't restri- I, to be honest there, I wouldn't restrict it to designers. No, of course. I, I, it's but not it's, always the designers that are the also, biggest egos that are the problem. It's not just egos. It's just that so many designers I mean, are completely unaware that people don't use the same devices that they use. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Do you mean, do you mean not everyone has a 27-inch um, right. Mac screen yeah. and a retina display? God, Pat, shocking oh, but, it, but it is shocking <laughs> the way that they actually assume that everyone can, can, can see the content in the same way that they do. And they've never even tried like small screen, like an iPad mini or something like that to browse the same content that they're producing for the big screen. Mm. Ouch. Yep. Although an iPad mini has the same... The screen is basically mm. it's an iPad pair. <laughs> oh, he's actually ending with the Flash era design trends and calling them that uh, as we started out with. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Flash era design trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. One more to do. Should we move on? Yes. Oh, do you know what we haven't done? No. Pause so we can have a little jingle. <laughs> right, 15 um, alarming... Um, stats about banner ads. Mm. Now I'm glad you found this. This was really funny. Yeah, I picked yeah. this up on. Actually, mm. I picked this up from my my um, daily LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn have the the, the kind of top right, news yeah. things when you go in there. I saw it this morning, um, and I decided reading it, and I, I got down to one of the. I think it was point um, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. And I got this there. Like, no, no, this is. I'm, I'm sharing this mm. now, and I'm adding to the show to, to talk <laughs> about because um, it's um, not only were there the interesting stats. Um, uh, figures about um, banner ads. <laughs> Some of them were really quite amusing, mm. um, and you know, we all we all we all know that you know, there's things like banner blindness. Banner banner blindness, banner blindness has its own Wikipedia page. Um, it's it's a known trend and a term, and we we know that people don't click on these. I don't click on banners. I've, mm. I haven't clicked on a banner. I, I can't even remember last time I clicked on a banner ad. I, I, I know that. I clicked recently on a sponsored link in Google, mm. but I, I do that normally just mm. to basically be a, be a um, well, mischievous. Um, I d- I'd done a branded search mm. for some company, um, and their uh, their page was the organic first position. Right. But they'd paid for mm. um, oh, AdWords to mm. appear above mm. their own organic mm. link. So it was their same website mm. twice. So I clicked on the ad just mm. to um, make them pay for the fact right. they were silly. <laughs> I do stuff like that as well. Yeah. I search for companies I hate and then I click their ads so they have to pay money. Exactly. And I Because one of the. Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to read all of these 15 um, out, but some of them I'm definitely going to. The, the first one was, was a bit mind blowing. Um, there's over 5.3 trillion display ads served to US. Um, users or visitors last year yeah. um and that was a trillion more than 2009 that's a huge amount of um banners that have mm. been pumped out there mm. uh, well then a little further down here it says the click-through rates are 0.1 percent right so yes it, mm. it was it's just pure numbers mm. where it's a numbers game we're just mm. pushing out a huge number of ineffective mm. banners and like nobody's clicking nobody's clicking no and you have to think about also that's that's not not evenly spread out. You'd assume, uh, for example, that for tabloids and stuff like that, the click rates are probably higher. You said uh, tabloids, tabloid newspapers. Oh right, yeah. I thought you were inventing a new word for no, no, for sorry, no tablets, ta- no ta- tabloid newspapers. <laughs> tablets. Uh, where, I, where I expect that yeah. click-through rates, at least what I've heard, are pretty high. Yeah, which means that across the rest of the web. They're a lot lower than not one percent, point one percent. One of the one of the um, items here were, I think, that 
Um, no, I saw. I read. Where did I read that one? Oh yeah, eight um, percent of internet users account for eighty-five percent of the clicks. Yeah, I mean so, that's 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 um, yeah. There's a small mm. group of people who <laughs> I, I, I'm, who click. Yeah, having done usability testing, mm. um, I can pretty much guess who these eight percent are. Yeah, that's it's what the I was people. Sort of it's people at. who are less familiar and comfortable mm. with the internet and know mm. where they're going. I, mean, I can imagine you know, older, some older age groups are a bit more mm. active there, some younger mm. ones. And I know from, um, you know, from our iPad and letting the kids play with it, you know, they click on all the kind of ads in the, on the iPad in the games um, right. because it's clickable. Exactly. Um, they try everything. It's they just work their way through it. Yeah. They don't understand. So, so these 8% are the children. It's children the pensioners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so the, if you're targeting the them... <laughs> It's probably not going to work yeah. anyway because they're not reading what they're clicking through no. to. But um, right, number eleven, the one, that, the one, the the, the yeah. point here that made me mm-hmm. uh, made me laugh and made mm-hmm. me um, share this and uh, include it. You're more likely to survive a plane crash than click a banner ad. Mm-hmm. You actually, in some ways, you don't really know, need to know much more than that to see how that's true. You know, what kind of numbers game we're playing mm-hmm. here. Um, that's that's incredibly well. Either it's a lot more risky mm-hmm. flying planes than we've conscious of, mm-hmm. um, or it's the other way around. That um, banner ads are really quite ineffective in a lot of situations, uh, but not but, in every situation. Like you'd already said, there are certain. I mean, using using. Well, this is banner ads. I, mean, I suppose I've got to make a difference here from um, AdWords and sponsored links in Google search True. results because yeah. they have a different mm-hmm. click-through ratio mm-hmm. and have different usage areas that are clearly that clearly work. You know, responding quickly mm-hmm. if, if there's some kind of issue problem um a conference event or something yeah. you can you can buy some adwords to help you appear where you don't organically appear fair enough um mm. and that's where google gets a lot of its money from but this with banners um very different but I mean, could you argue then that if you are a huge company with a lot of i mean it's quite cheap banner ads are cheap mm. so i mean oh you, you mean you mean if the you, cost if you, per click is cheap yes yeah, exactly so yeah. if you push them enough, enough out mm. i mean Perhaps mm. it's useful anyway. That's how that's how marketing's always worked, hasn't it? Yeah. If you if you shout loud enough, some people would come. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this is long term. This is not this is mm. not going to work, is it? Mm. We already have learned to fill. I mean, we see this in testing that people mm. presume certain things are banners, even when they're not banners. Right. The banner blindness effect mm. applies to lots of um, um, design patterns mm. on a website or mobile devices. Um, one of the things I've, I've, I've noticed complaining about is the, the bottom of apps on the mobile, you often get the, that, mm. there's that banner ad space that yeah. a, a lot of free apps are using to, to make them free. Mm. Uh, some apps are using that space for navigation things, and I don't see it. Right. Because I've already learned that adverts appear mm. right at the bottom of these apps. Mm. So I'm, I'm getting exactly. another type. I've developed yeah. another <laughs> spot for banner blindness. Yeah. Um, so but isn't this also why Facebook sponsored links are, are so effective? Mm. Because mm. that's not a banner anymore. No. It's something that looks like something else. And, it, and it's uh, your friends like it. And it's very difficult to filter quickly, mm. uh, visually, when you're looking at the page. Because yeah. it is an update. Mm. It's just a pushed, mm. a paid-for-push update. In the same way that sponsored links on Google sort of blend in with the search results as well. Yeah. And then the, the ones in the right-hand yeah. column, you don't get anywhere near the, the click-through rate. Yeah. Because... They're banners, and you can ignore them. Right. But um, oh, you know, we're always going to have the the need and the urge to um, push content out there. Mm-hmm. And banners have been the mainstay mm. of web advertising for for nigh on two decades. True. 
I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been all through the 20th century. It's mm. been ads in newspapers. Yeah. And people are still that. paying for ads in newspapers. The price, yeah. the price for a full-page ad in a, in a Swedish national mm. is horrendous. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's lots of money. Mm. Um, and it's not any more effective than it used to be. Exactly. Um, TV adverts mm. cost an awful lot of money. Yeah. And they're, they're limited in their effectiveness. Mm. Um, banners, all, all advertising is limited mm. in its effectiveness. It's a question of what do you do to, to be most um, effective your money. At least on the net, you can actually measure in mm. a better way, mm. like click-throughs. Yeah. Than you could with a paper ad on TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um. Oh no. So it was a. It's a fun list um, of stats, um, and makes you think about um, you know, uh, or maybe makes you think if you're in charge of a marketing budget, how much of your marketing budget should be pushing into banners, and how much maybe should you be pushing into making sure you deliver something of quality to the users <laughs> you've already got. That would be pretty nice. Yeah. Thinking about quality. Because that's one of the biggest, that we know it's the biggest best advert you can get is when yeah. someone actually, you deliver something that matters to people and, and fulfills a goal or need that they've got, then you're going to spread it, you're going to tell people about it, you're going to feel mm. good about it. But perhaps also being a bit more creative in, in how you push out uh, your marketing. Mm. I, I love the new Carlsberg ad, for example. Which one's that? Where they have uh, like recruitment uh, situations where the people actually have to try the 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 people the person recruiting um, pretends to faint, for example. And oh, they see what happens. Right, okay. They film this, and yeah. then all the people at Carlsberg have to have a vote on which one performed the best in these <laughs> situations. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> and they, uh, Carlsberg has done a lot of those different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but being creative is is, uh, is a way to reach more people. Yeah, I don't know what point I'm making with that. Uh, it's it's just about <laughs> stop stop with the banner ads already. I mean, it's not helping you. Uh, no, I, well, <laughs> I, I, um, I did some um, I did some I got some stats for a, a sliding banner um, from a website I was on um, well, reviewing the other ah, week, okay. um, and I looked at um, a year's where it's, it's actually flash based on this site, um, not HTML5, mm-hmm. um, so even worse. And I looked, and they had. Um, of a year's worth of of um, um, page views for the start page, I had this banner. It was just about, I think it was not point five percent click through rate during a year. It varied from country to country, but That's crazy. Inc- globally, yeah. this site had <laughs> for for all the page views of their start page, it was like not point five percent that click through. Um, I think it was. Mm. Um, a little star next to that figure because it is an exact figure, yeah. but um, yeah, it was tiny. Yeah, but and, it, and that's I mean, the kind of figures we're talking about with yeah, these banners. It's the same thing here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost matches that. Yeah. Um, um, well, actually, it's better than these uh, these figures. Um, but getting people to click on these giant banners is mm-hmm. oh, hard work unless it matches their goals and what they're trying to do. People don't change their mind halfway through visiting something. Yeah. <laughs> so I think all three of these. What's the common theme is actually users. And deaths, Google Reader dying, or, and and the ah. and the um, we thought Flash was dead, but then HTML5 came along. It, it, and so it, it lives on in essence. Yeah, yeah. its soul is. And we, and we wish that the banner ads were dead, but they keep living on as well. But yeah. they should be dead in a few years. Oh, yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. Well, well, based yeah, on the right. based on the stats, and I hope that I mean, stats like this should be reaching the schools as well. Uh, I mean, what are they teaching in school? Yeah, well, you mean the, the upcoming marketers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know at Bears, um School of Communication, they're, they're teaching them much more smart things than banner ads. Right. Yeah, so there's, mm. there's hope there. There is hope. Yeah. <laughs>
But you're right, we're, we're you know, thinking about measuring and thinking about the user. Mm. Long silence there. I think yeah, we're finished. I think we're finished. We're about <laughs> done. <laughs> so what's coming up? Um, have we got any more plans for future episodes? Mm, we have to start preparing for UXLX. Yeah, that's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna come up on us really really quickly. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's still May, so it's, we've. It, it depends if we want to. We've got six try and interview well. someone ahead of that. We had an interview lined up for today that didn't really happen, so uh, mm. hopefully we'll get that sorted out as well. Yeah. We, have, we don't have any set. Uh, and we've got we've got a we've actually started. Um, mm. We were inspired by um, um, another a Swedish um, um, video show, I guess mm-hmm. you'd call it. Um, that was uh, started using Trello for. Um, for, for the planning, planning. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're trying to use mm. Trello a little bit now to to keep track of our ideas for shows, yeah. and then drag them into another mm. column when we decide to go with them. So we've we've got a growing collection of of, of people and topics that we'd like to cover when we get around to. Yeah, I quite yeah. like that tool. Uh, uh, it, it seems, should try it out. There are yeah. apps for it as well for them. Yeah, no, it's, all it's, devices. Exactly. It's um, yeah, it works everywhere, and it's mm. quite consistent too mm. it's they've done some good work there yep. um but um no so we've got nothing definite planned yet for two weeks time mm-hmm. but there's lots of things on the list and please if you want us to talk about something or interview someone let us know yeah and we'll try and sort it no job too large <laughs> <laughs> okay so don't stop people uh, just remember to keep moving and see you on the other side of easter You've been listening to UX Podcasts with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast, moving the conversation beyond UX.